RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, I'm back. What's up, guys? How you doing? This is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. Thank you for hanging out. This is our regularly scheduled time. And, yeah, it's looking pretty lonely in there, in the chat room, Jim. Thank you for showing up, Jim. And thank you for your super chat. And, uh, yeah, we meet here. This is our regular time. I'm sorry I wasn't able to do a show this week. This is what happens when I don't do a show during the week. It seems like it gets, uh, people get mad. I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, I don't know what's happening. The, uh, I don't know. We, well, whatever. I was going to say... One of our sponsors has disappeared, so I don't know. I hope everything's okay over at APS Radio News. I mean, uh, I tried to get in touch with him. He's not responding, so I just, you know, hope everything's okay. That's all. Uh, worry about people. Yeah, yeah. The producer is asleep behind me. Let's see. He might wake up the more I start screaming. But, um, yeah, so anyway, thanks for hanging out. Jim <laughs> and thank you for uh, other people will show up it's just how it goes and um, yeah so let's see it's been a week and uh, yeah we meet here well let me just tell you this is Tara Buster unapologetic liberal talk and um, we need more of that if you can become a patron please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin uh, and uh, that will help keep the show going and growing uh, especially as our sponsor I don't know one of our sponsors is gone I don't know I feel feel I'm not I I think uh I don't know I just hope everything's okay that's all I'm saying but I do not know okay and um all right so yeah the reason we need uh, this show I don't know if you've noticed but uh we're living in the last days of the American Republic we are fighting fascism I mean, there's a lot of potential here uh, for goodness. You know, it's always darkness, bef- darkest before the dawn. But uh, which way? Which way will we go? We do have a disgusting con man who, for some reason, uh, is never held accountable for his crimes. So this is the problem. The Yes, uh, Jim on the chat, the terrorists sent brag mysterious white powder and a death threat because this is all they have you understand republicans hate democracy they and i've said it for years and now they are giving me they certainly are giving me a lot of receipts to point to when it's not just being hyperbolic i'm not attacking them uh just uh, for the mere fact to attack them i'm pointing out the the obvious they are the enemies that the founder the domestic enemies the founders warned us about make no mistake uh that you know i guess one of the only saving graces of of trump is that he's a disgusting uh overgrown man child who is you know uh unable to control himself but that makes it even worse that he's able to get away with his crimes, you know? But 
if he were a more effective con man, if he were a better speaker, if he wasn't such a sociopath, a narcissist, a, a, you know, a fragile little dictator-envying con man, then we would, it, we'd really be in, uh, up to our, you know, it would be, I don't know, up to our ass. We'd be up to our eyeballs in fascism. And also the, well, we, we are to a degree, but we would be um, in more danger because the corporate media has a, um, they, the corporate media has, I don't know what it is, a pathology to normalize what, everything that's going on, to normalize Trump on top of everything that he's doing. The, the fact that, okay, that he, he basically took a dump on his social media platform and the entire corporate media for days engaged in a, in a circle jerk where he wasn't arrested. So on the, on the, um, on the, uh, I don't know, nothing on no, no evidence, no proof, the statement of a con man, he, uh, yeah, the, the entire corporate media just flew into gear you know, to, to, uh, to, to focus all the energy on this energy sucking succubus who deserves nothing more than really uh, his own day in jail. I, I wish that it was perjury, well, not just day, years. Uh, I wish perjury trader Green was visiting the con man in jail, you know, because this is the problem. Republicans hate democracy. They hate America, all right? It's the truth. I hate to say it. It sucks to be right. And I see, thank you, guys. Thanks, uh, I see the chat room. At least some people are showing up. We had two moderators in the chat room. Exactly. This is what happens. That's what happens, Haiku, when uh, I don't do a week, uh, I do the, uh, you know, I don't do a weekday show, I should say. We get sparse attendance on our Friday night get-together, but people, you know, people will show up. This is the problem. I got to do a daily show at, the, at a set time. It just sucks that I can't because whatever. All right. I'm not going to complain. That's my New Year's resolution. Oh, shit. Here he comes. Why? 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 Why are you coming over, Junior? I don't even have my cat cam set up. I'm sitting down tonight because I'm exhausted from life. Yeah, it's the truth. You are too, I know. I'm exhausted from uh, being manipulated by... Uh, you know, I thought it was... It, I felt like a kid on Christmas, frankly, on on Monday. When, uh, when the comment was like, I'm going to be arrested. But as we know, it's nothing but a ploy to separate his morons from their money. All right, hold on, honey. What a pain in my ass. I'm just trying to situate you so you don't sit on the keyboard. Wait, where's the cat cam? All right. Anyway, this is our Friday night get-together. We meet here every Friday at around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, yeah, then we're... If you, if you can't make our gathering, you can hang out uh, on your own and li just listen to the podcast. Give the show a good review on iTunes. 
And keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it. You're worth it. And live it. And here's the cat cam. Isn't he cute? See, at least that's in the world, I think. When I see what we're up against. Look at that. Look how cute. Look at over there. See? Oh, bitch. Sit down. Son of a bitch. No, that's not a cam. I'm just trying to do a split screen here. Between the cat cam and the... Alright. Junior? Look over here. Alright. That's just... That's your... Just sit there and quiet. Quiet. I'm gonna have to put him in the bedroom. I could feel it. I feel it coming. <laughs> See, maybe this will get people to join us at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Terrorbuster. Keep the show going and growing. See, I think it, I think what it is is that he's confused. He's like, "Why? Who are you talking to? Why are you screaming into a microphone? And what is th is that a microphone? He doesn't know what a microphone is." All right, um, yeah, the the f we're in big trouble here. That the con man. Um, well, you know, here's what I wanted to. Here's the thing. Let's start off here. Trying to figure out where where to begin, because um, we're up against. I mean, we're up against a uh, an insidious fascist coup that you know, we thought that January sixth. Well, I thought. Let me put, give it, keep it uh, to the eye that I thought on January sixth this would be it. Then you know we did see the Republicans that night. Oh, you know, like Lindsey Graham. I've had it. That's it. I'm out. But immediately return to the fold of their fascist con man. I mean, they all hate him. We know that. We know, and we also know that uh, leaks from the um, from Republicans have they've stated that what their their strategy is to uh, wait for Trump to die. That's what, and you know, I'm waiting for that too. Really, it's going to be a great day when he dies. Because, you know, whenever a tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man meets eternity, the earth breathes a sigh of, rel of relief. Right? Exactly. Whenever a con man steps off this mortal coil, we are all better off. What do they bring to the table? What, what has a Trump ever done for humanity except take a piss on it? So, well, and while you're down trying to clean yourself up, he's picking your pockets because it's all about money for these fucking fake Christians. Okay, so um, here's an article I came across a while ago, I never got to really discuss it, but I think it's unfortunately it's still as relevant today as it was in January of 2022 when it was written. It's called um, David, well, David E. Gumpert writes The Uncanny Resemblance of the Beer Hall Putsch to the January 6th Insurrection. 
if 19 tw- if 1920s germany could punish hitler for leading a coup attempt why can't america punish trump this is from the nation pulling off a successful coup in a dictatorship is a risky affair it invariably involves the military and failure usually results in long term prison uh long prison terms or executions but coup attempts in democratic countries while much less common are less perilous they rarely involve the military and it's complicated to punish coup plotters who have a following and can represent themselves as protesters rather than traitors that's why an important point of comparison for america's january 6th insurrection is the coup attempt led by Adolf Hitler in 1923, the so-called Beer Hall Putsch, and how it affected his march towards absolute power. And we've made this comparison on the show before because it is the same. First they try the violence, then they go the legal route, and now we're in more danger because many of these coup plotters are in the halls of power now. Like, not just perjury trader Green, she's one of them. Someone who, on her third day in office, had to beg her dim fuhrer for a pardon. But someone who uh, is also enabling her fellow traders, and I mean, she's not alone. There's many of them now. They should be barred from serving. They, because we do have an insurrection... Uh, clause in our constitution anyone engaged in insurrection is ineligible for public office oh well uh i guess this is the problem our laws did our i mean they don't seem to be up to the part or up to they don't seem to be uh, really making any difference at this point when this fucking con man is out there spreading continuing to spread the big lie while you know we see one thing with our own eyes and then you have social media companies like youtube facebook twitter uh enabling but bringing back the same conditions that created the coup in the first place that enabled the coupers the coup plotters to get together and spread the lies and organize themselves uh, and then we're supposed to believe, like, for example, the, the uh, YouTube executives who say that the danger has subsided. The, the very next week, Trump uh, posts pictures of himself with a baseball bat next to the, attorney gen- the New York attorney general that's supposedly, hopefully, bringing charges against him. And he will be kicking off his campaign, this filthy, tax-cheating, draft-dodging, America-hating con man, will be kicking off his campaign in Waco, Texas. And that's an outright dog whistle to, oh my God, to the American Nazis, the traitors, the proud assholes, the, you know, the, the people who hate this country. Junior, I don't like when you bite my hand. I just don't like it. I don't know what to say. So, 
as this article goes on the, uh, from the nation conventional let me see let me see let me see uh, that's why it's an important point of comparison for America's January 6th insurrection. The coup um, uh, is the attempted coup by Adolf Hitler in 1923, the so-called Beer Hall Putsch, and how it affected his march towards absolute power. Conventional wisdom has it that blossoming democratic German government of, er, of the early 1920s botched its efforts to rein in Hitler after his failed coup and thereby help propel him to greater popularity. In this view, the Biden administration understands the tragic German history and is now avoiding legal action against Trump, letting the U.S. House of Representatives investigate the coup plot and limit its punishment to some kind of public shaming. Yet, if you review the events following the failed beer hall putsch, it becomes clear that German institutions successfully sidelined Hitler for nearly 10 years, and that might have kept him out of the mainstream longer, and might, excuse me, might have kept him out of the mainstream longer, except, whoops, uh, except for a worldwide economic depression that amplified popular disaffection. Moreover, Trump has raced ahead of Hitler's timetable for recovering from an attempted coup, bringing the United States much closer to a fascist takeover than most Americans likely realize. While Hitler's beer hall putsch and Trump's January 6th coup attempt bore a striking resemblance in terms of the size of the insurrectionists and the resulting violence, the, it's very true, right? Because f- five, six people died. Same thing in uh, Beer Hall Putsch. Many injured, you know. Uh, it's, it's very similar in that. And then also the, the supposed martyrs that came about from the Beer Hall Putsch. And the, and <laughs> the, the, our fascist our homegrown fascists attempt to turn January 6th into some kind of uh, patriotic event in their eyes. And make no mistake, if they are successful, January 6th will be a national holiday for these fucking pricks, for the rest of us. Just as they did when uh, Hitler took flags that were flown during the beer hall putsch and used them to consecrate Nazi flags in their, in their Nazi ceremonies, the, our homegrown Nazis did the same thing with the flags from January 6th. I think I might have a video of that. January 6th, where they're consecrating flags from January 6th. Or maybe not, unless I didn't cat it. Sometimes I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't have a archivist Jan. flag anyway but I know we had a there was a video of these traders this is a flag that was flown at the peaceful protest at January 6th and they all pledge allegiance to it and then they touch they consecrate other flags with that flag just like the Nazis did. They can't help it. They are so fascist that they don't even realize they're being fascist. 
right. This is Tara Buster, unapologetic liberal talk. Insurrection. How do you spell insurrection? Let me see. Flag? Hmm. This is a flag flown at the patriotic event of January 6th. And these pricks. Oh, my God. Uh, did we talk about this sh on the show? The January 6th choir? They literally have a choir? Where Trump calls in. And sings with them. And what does he do? Yeah. He oh, fuck. My videos aren't playing. This is fucked up. Ah, uh, shite. Shitey shite. All right, well, back to the article. We're going to lose all our audience if I'm keeping this up. Uh, let me see. The most notable similarity is the nature of the lies that led to the buildup of political tensions. Hitler's lies about Germany's defeat in World War, World War I and Trump's lies about voter fraud driving his loss in the 2020 election. Both were big lies that undermined faith in government institutions and gained credibility from frequent repetition. In their immediate post-coup lives, Hitler had a much more difficult time than Trump, thanks to less forgiving rulers. Germany's post-World War I democratic government aggressively prosecuted Hitler and his nine associates for treason within months of the 1923 coup attempt. He was sent to prison for the next year, serving nine months before getting himself paroled. A key condition of Hitler's parole was that he refrained for, from public speaking for two years. The classic 19 his, 1960 history, The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich by William Schreier, explains Hitler's challenge this way. A silenced Hitler was a defeated Hitler, as ineffective as a handcuffed pugilist in a ring. Hold on. Uh, Hitler, according to Schreier, remained single-minded to his determination to revive Nazi Germany via a two-part strategy, to attack and undermine government, and to operate a state within a state. Does this sound like... Uh, you know, the same old, the, the, the sounds like the tactics of that we're witnessing from the Republicans today. How they delegitimize government to undermine it at every turn, to undermine the institutions of government, to undermine the laws, to undermine anyone not working within their fascist paradigm. Anyone who's operating from the stance of patriotism and democracy and the rule of law is an enemy to them. So, you know, when, for, and it should have, we should have been having this conversation the moment that freaking filthy orange stain came down the escalator declaring Mexicans rapists that the corporate media instead of normalizing and legitimizing him as they did because you know he may not be good for america but he sure is good for cbs as les moon vest said famously 
He's gonna, you know, it's all about the money. He get he got uh, eyeballs, you know, for whatever, because it was like watching a train wreck, I suppose. And he was disgusted. I don't, I don't know what what's so fascinating about watching a uh, a narcissist feed his narcissistic supply on the uh, uh, like a bloated job of the hut parasite. And we're all the, you know, just nothing but hosts from which to suck profit and discard. But it should have been the minute he came down the escalator declaring Mexicans rapists, he should have been laughed out of the ring, frankly. It should have been relentless. Of course, you have the Fox News fascists, but it, the any corporate media, no matter what, should not have... They should have presented him for what he is. A, uh, yeah, not just a danger, but a filthy, disgusting fascist. And shouldn't, uh, that should be uh, disqualifying. But, you know, this is not where we live. Where now we're witnessing the corporate media do the same thing to Ron DeSantis, who is a, a filthy fascist, a book banner. A uh, who's targeting minority groups, most specifically trans people. All of that should be disqualifying for anyone who's a patriot. And any actual media outlet should frame these, these, uh, these, uh, whatever, these figures in our, in our political life at the moment. They should frame them as such, that they are not patriots that they are not uh, adhering to the the constitution the rule of law e pluribus unum anything that makes that actually makes america great it should be pointed out that anyone who is an actual patriot when someone comes down an escalator declaring a minority group some kind of uh, evil that that should be the red flag that we should all recoil from that instantaneously we should recognize it because we've been here before western civilization has been here before and we should reject it you don't uh, uh i don't know it's this um the pathology of the media to simply report as as, as if he's a normal or any of these fascists are just normal candidates that you might choose that are a, 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 a an American has a choice. We have a choice. Well, we also have a constitution. So your choice of putting a a fascist in power should not over should not supersede the constitution. So that fascist should not be able to inflict his manias on the country when we have a constitution that protects protects that the targeted minority group and it also protects the only profession enshrined in that constitution the media well you know it was the press but what the, what are the press doing you know now we have a corporatized commodified press it's not doing its duty to democracy clearly but you know this is just one other um problem that we have in the country then it's all really can all be boiled down to greed
you know? Greed is the ultimate sin. It's the cardinal sin. It's why, you know, it's why every single filthy fascist gets into government power. They're not getting in there to help their, uh, their uh, fellow Americans, that's for sure. They're getting in, they're, they're in power to make the rich richer and make the working class the more malleable working poor. And if that means destroying democracy, they're doing it, you know? Because that's the worst thing that can happen to these authoritarians is that democracy truly break out, and that's what we saw when we get closer and closer to allowing more people in the, into the franchise. They can't handle it, and they literally... Uh, take a dump in the capital over it. <sighs> if only they just stormed the capital and took a shit, right? I hate them. Legally and peacefully. I really do. Like I would hate, like I hate, you know, cancer. Like I hate anything that destroys something struggling to be decent. So let me see. To attack and undermine, under and uh, and to operate as a state to it. Well, oh shit! I just fucking spilled my coffee on my keyboard. Batting a thousand tonight. God damn it! I hope that doesn't affect my show. Let me see. Did anything? We still on the air? Great. Son of a bitch. And I can't blame it on Tara Junior Junior. Damn it. Oh, great. I hit the button. All right. So, um, let's see. Don't fail me now, keyboard. Let's see. Hitler. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes. Hitler remained single-minded in his determination to revive the Nazi party with a two-part strategy to attack and undermine government and to operate as a state within the state. But as diligently as the Nazis worked to attract new members and intimidate opponents via their parliament, uh, parliamentary SS stormtroopers, Hitler remained a convicted traitor under government's thumb as a parolee. A few times when Hitler ignored the order against public speaking, police intervened and Hitler backed down. Hold on, hold on. We're continuing our uh, discussion of the filthy fascists in our country when we return. All right, we're back, we're back. This is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Huh, the link on YouTube, Kathy says, shows last week's show. What the hell is that about? No wonder peeps can't find the show, Kathy says. That's very odd. The link shows last week's show. How the fuck did that happen? Very weird. Thank you for telling me, Kathy. Uh, so I, I was wondering where the hell everybody is. That's crazy. I don't know. I'll have to figure this out uh, we are recording right i mean it's going out over the air here i think very weird oh 
Okay. All right. Back to where where the heck am I? All right. Uh, in the modern retelling. Oh wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Here we go. A few times when Hitler ignored the order against public speaking, police intervened and Hitler backed down, fearful of being thrown back in jail or or even exiled to his native native Austria. Wouldn't that be great? If we could do that to Trump, exile his ass. They don't do that anymore. They don't exile people anymore. Make America great again, man. Get rid of the con man. Exile him to Russia. Why don't you just exile him to North, well, North Korea? Some of the places he admires most. In the modern retelling, Hitler emerged from his high-profile trial and imprisonment where he wrote his political tre uh, treaties, uh, Mein Kampf, more popular than ever, according to History.com. But German elections in 1920 tell a different story. In May 1924, um, in the Reichstag election, the Nazis received 1.6 million votes, or 5.7% of the total. In another election, seven months later, the Nazis had, uh, their total had declined to 3%. By 1928, five years after the Beer Hall Putsch, the Nazis received two, just 2.8% of the vote, and it was, so their popularity was declining. The jailing and subsequent silencing of Hitler clearly took a toll on Nazi popularity for mo much of the 20s. It took a global depression beginning in 1929 to shift the German political landscape. In 1930, seven years out from the Beer Hall Putsch, the Nazis tra tallied 6.4 million votes, or 18% of the total, propelling the Nazis from the ninth and the smallest party in parla parliament to the second largest. In subsequent elections in 1932, the Nazis and Hitler would accumulate up to 37% of the vote total. The year out, which is, you know, it makes sense when you think about the authoritarian followers, right? Because the, the authoritarians are 35% of the population. That's just a human condition. So, okay, a year out from the January 6th insurrection, Trump has yet to pay a serious political or personal price for leading the first known coup attempt in nearly 250 years of American history. Whereas Hitler, at this point, as hit at, at this point, was in prison and uh, his Nazi party was in shambles. Trump is roaming the country, giving speeches, and raising vast amounts of money. His Republican Party is well-positioned to gain a majority in Congress next year. And thank God, and Nam-Yoho-Renge-Kyo, that didn't happen, except for the House. It did happen in the House, but they, they uh, won by a squeaker. So, which, to our eternal shame... And also gerrymandering, voter suppression, that shit that they love to engage in. Many of these filthy fascists are in safe seats that way. That's why they voted against the, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. So did Liz Cheney and Adam, Adam Kinzinger, you know, these good ones, the good Republicans, who voted against 
doing something about the system that ensures, uh, you know, that the fascists have a knife against our throats. And they don't ever have to try to appeal to a broad swath of Americans in any, in any way because they're in, they're in these gerrymandered seats like Jim Jordan. He's in a gerrymandered seat. It's a disgrace. Nobody wants Jim fucking Jordan to represent them. You gotta be a nut. You really have to be mentally ill to look at Jim Jordan and say, send him. I want that guy. You know, uh, so when you are someone's, when, you know, you want, it's sort of like giving a, uh, giving an endorsement or, or recommending a friend for a job. Your reputation's on the line too. Shame on you. You come from Jim Jordan's district? I would be embarrassed, frankly. Just like the people who are in George Santos's district are embarrassed. They're embarrassed he's their representative because that's a reflection on you. You live in a place that said, send that guy? Send that, that pathological liar? Sociopath? That's inept? little petty little grifter with the Ponzi scheme and the check kiting and the and the credit card skimming scams that guy you said put that guy in a position of power shame on you you know and that's where we are we're to the point where Republican it's all of them you know, I know Joe Biden likes to talk about good Republicans, bad Republicans, you know, the MAGA Republicans. And he, that's what he's got to do. Okay. At this point, who's good? Where are the good ones? Where are the good ones? They're all uh, supporting the con man. You know, a lot of, and, and by, by supporting, I mean, many of them, if they're not outright supporting them, they're remaining silent. These are the same people that put Kevin McCarthy in power. That lickspittle, that sociopath, that succubus, the spineless, weaker speaker. They said, oh, let him be our hero. The one who flew down to Mara Moron a few days after the coup to kiss the con man's ass and give him, again, his legitimacy to, you know, God help us. You know, if it were the uh, Black Lives Matter movement who overthrew, who tried to overthrow the, uh, overthrow the, the election, God help us. Forget about it. We'd still be mopping up the blood in the Capitol. You know that. If it were Antifa. I was just looking at some videos of perjury trader green. I know. I know. That's why I ask you to become a patron, because I got to do that shit. And it doesn't seem, it doesn't help my psyche. Unless you, we're in this together, really. <laughs> but I was looking at pictures, um, not pictures, uh, videos of Perjury Trader Green when sh she's, she was like, we thought it was, you know, of course she was lying. That's why I call her Perjury Trader Green. She was on the stand when they, when she was being, um, uh, Depose, not depose, when she was being cross-examined during her 
her uh, the trial that where she had to prove that she wasn't an insurrectionist. And uh, she was on the stand saying, oh, it was such a scary day because we didn't know. We thought it was Antifa. We thought it was BLM. And which is why I call her perjury trader green because she's full of shit. Not for a second did they think it was BLM. Not for a minute did they think it was Antifa. Not at all. They knew it was. That's why Perjury Trader Green was like, call it off in the beginning. Peaceful, peaceful, my ass. These people hate peace. They, the peace is anathema to their ideology. They hate peace. They want violence. Look at their standard bearer. Look at them. They, you know, oh, okay. I'll, I'll finish the article, but then we're gonna we'll get to perjury, Trader Green, because I hate her and she's she's a disgrace. I mean, it's a disgrace that she is she exists in our Congress as a representative. You know what? How embarrassing that is? I know you know that. We have international listeners. It's embarrassing. You know, you want, you want to put your best face and foot forward in the world, don't you? Wouldn't you? And you got that? Who? It's like a reflection on our stupidity. How stupid are we to send somebody who is such a moron into Congress? And worse than that, she's not even a nice person. She's a terrible, terrible garbage person. No offense to garbage. Really? Hold on. So back to the article about the, the similarities between Trump's insurrection and the beer hall putsch of the, of the Nazis, of the German Nazis. Let me see. Let me see. And, and if this article doesn't give you chills, I don't know. Maybe you're, you're numb because I, I've been saying this all along. So they sent Hitler to jail. Send this fucking prick to jail. Send the con man to jail. Do you understand now the con man is um, calling for violence against anybody who wants to hold him accountable for all of his crimes. But in particular, the attorney general Bragg in New York is, uh, whatever, if he is going to arrest the, the con man, I certainly hope so. But um, he, he's saying everyone knows, the con man says, everyone knows I did nothing wrong except for the fact that that's not true, of course. And Michael Cohen, that's why Michael Cohen went to jail. Somebody already went to jail for the con man's crimes. This, the same crime, that's how he went to jail. For this hush money payment. And let's remind everybody, too, what this uh, illegal campaign funds and contributions was one of the charges against Nixon and Watergate. 
So it never ends with these effing Republicans. They are crooks. They hate America. They hate the rule of law. They hate, a, they hate democracy. That's why they want to rig it. They need, uh, they, they just want money. Give me more money. That's it. So they could get into office and write the laws to ingratiate the already feathered nests of their benefactors. That's it. And then, oh, of course, it all circle jerk around to them, trickle down to them. They love that. They want to hang out in the in the, the wine caves with the smoking cigars, with the titans of industry, deciding who lives and who dies, who gets to whatever you know, who gets who gets the to divvy it up amongst themselves. Everyone else's happiness or attempt at the pursuit of happiness. They have no interest in you, in your mama, your grandmama, your papa, your babies. They hate babies. They hate the, f- the future generations. They want to set this th- country up as an oligarchy. That's why they love Russia. They love Kim Jong-un. They love these tin pot dictators because they don't have to deal with any democracy. They don't have to deal with e pluribus unum shit and books. They they want you to read what they want you to read, just like the Nazis, just like Kim Jong-un. They don't want you to be able to live free. You know, they're always talking about freedom, but they hate freedom. Freedom for them means that they get to subjugate you. They want to subjugate anybody who isn't them, and that's freedom to them because they hate America. They hate the constitutionally limited democratic republic, nation of immigrants, nation of laws. They do. They hate the very essence of what this is. They hate the liberal age of enlightenment. They hate the radical woke inspiration for the founders. John Locke, Rousseau, Montague, all of the Enlightenment thinkers, they were woke. That's too woke for them. You know, rising up and saying, hey, we don't need a king and an aristocracy. That, that is woke. All men are created equal. Yeah, I know that it takes time. I know the founders weren't fully actualized in their, it's, you know, in their uh, promises. And when they wrote all men, they meant all men. But, you know, we're trying to expand the franchise and the more, and if it, if it had stayed to all men are created equal, all rich, white, land-owning men, then we wouldn't be here. Republicans would be happy. They'd be happy. You know, they, because they'd be able to kick down on whoever they want to kick down on. Well, and we know that means if you have darker pigment, women would know their place, gays in the closet. You know, that's what they want. They don't like freedom. They hate America. I can't say it. I can't type slower. I can't say it slower. And I'm not, it's not, it's it's the truth. It's not me just saying it. 
their actions, if they were uh, any other, if they were just a different political party and had different ideas and, and still embraced democracy like Eisenhower's Republican Party, that I wouldn't be sitting here calling them fascists and saying they hate America. No, we would be fighting their, their policies. We would, I would, I don't know. I mean, actually, I guess Eisenhower was pretty goddamn woke when you think about it. I mean, his, the 19, let's, if we, I don't know if we've done this in a while, the 1954 Republican platform, it's pretty damn woke. Let me see, Republican, is it 54? Platform. I think it, where he, they, they boast how they expanded the unemployment roles, how they expanded uh, it's all kinds of woke policies like sick leave and shit like that. Oh, 56, 56. We are proud and we shall continue our far-reaching and sound advances in, ma in b matters of basic human needs like the expansion of social security. Broaden coverage in unemployment insurance, improved housing, and better health protection for all our people. We are determined that government remain warmly responsive to the urgent social and economic problems of our people. Holy shit. That sounds damn woke. Incredible. These beliefs we commit ourselves to as we present this record and declare our goals for the future. Well, that was in 1954, the Republican Party. Well, what do they got to show for? They don't even have a platform anymore. The Republicans, the only thing they stand for is division, hate, targeting certain groups that they hate. They want you to hate them, too, so you don't recognize that you're being duped. That government should respond like that. That, as the Republicans said in 1956 in their platform before they were Republicans, when they were Republicans, that, that responding, that government should warmly respond to the urgent social and economic problems of our people. That's what the fucking government's for. You know, except the Republicans, the perjury trader Greens, the Lauren Band from the bowling alley Boberts, the uh, Trumps, the DeSantis's, they want you to think that government is your enemy. The only thing, that's why Trump is holding his rally in Waco, because the only thing... They want you to think about when they when you think of government is that it's out to get you, you know. And how is it out to get you? Well, they if they can't have anything in reality to to fear monger about because you know government uh, is not grooming your kids. Republicans are, but so that so they make shit up, you know. Government is now trying to make it so you you don't die of your fat white boy lifestyle See, and you pay only $35 for insulin 
shit like that. Government is doing things like that. That's the reality. Yo, infrastructure bill, CHIPS and Science Act. Now we can finally, we're going to finally begin to start manufacturing chips here in the United States, which was another thing that the Republicans did with the help, well, I mean, i got to say, with the help of Clinton, the Reaganomics, Clintonomics, sent our jobs overseas. Conservatism that uh that you know how do you how do you have an effective country if you can't even make basic things like chips what if you're in uh conflict with the chinese right and you can't make these you got you're you're dependent on them but it didn't matter because it's all about the unholy dollar for republicans for right wingers especially hold on we'll be right back be right back. All right, all right. This is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you, Ed. Well, did I say thank you, Jim, for your super chat? Yes, right out of the gate. And thank you, Ed, for your super chat. And thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. And thanks for hanging out. If you're on other platforms and want to hang out in the greatest chat room in American history, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. And we're... We're doing it live on Friday night, as we always do at the 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hmm. Let me see. Hold on. Where was I? Where am I? All right. Uh, let's see. What if Trump... There's the... Going, getting back to the article from The Nation about the similarities between Trump's coup and the Beer Hall Putsch. But what if Trump were prosecuted for charges related to fomenting an insurrection and convicted? The investigation by the House of Representatives into the insurrection could well provide substantial evidence linking Trump to, carrying, to the carrying out of the January 6th events. Being convicted of treason or similar charges could result in a sentence well beyond five years, the five years Hitler received with much less likelihood of early parole. At age 75, it could be the end of Trump's political aspirations. Oh, God, help us, please. Until and unless that happens, Trump seems on a smooth path to reclaim the presidency. Well, not if we can help it. And mold it to his autocratic preferences. Unlike Hitler, who launched the Nazi party himself and nursed it back to health on several, several occasions, Trump inherited a 150-year-old major political party that still holds its legitimacy, conferred to it by the likes of Abraham Lincoln, Dwight Eisenhower, and Ronald Reagan, who they like to mention, but of course, they, if Reagan, uh, forget about it, uh, Lincoln would not be a Republican. There's no doubt. There's no way because Lincoln's Republican Party was founded as a progressive antidote to the entrenched Democratic power of the 1860s. It was a progressive party, an abolitionist party. Now they want everyone in bondage. You know, could you imagine an abolitionist party wants to wipe 
trans people off the face of the earth. And if they can't, they'll start. This is how it starts, you know. They, they fear-monger against trans people, LGBTQ people, especially trans people at the moment, right? They fear-monger. They spread lies about this group. They say it's about the children. And then they legislate against a particular minority group that's not doing anything. What are these fucking trans people doing? They're just trying to live. Not trying to make anybody trans. You are what you are. But these pricks... They know better. Many of them do. I, mean, I don't know about Perjury Trader Green. I think she's a, she's a, she's a real freak. Of course, you know she know she's a moron who fell down a cue hole years ago, a few years ago, not too long ago. You know she was she didn't have a political anything. That's why she keeps saying stupid things, and people are like, "Listen, dummy." Like she says, oh, "We need a national divorce," and. People are like, listen, dumb, dumb. We did that. This is history. But she doesn't know that, you know. She knows the Civil War. That's all she knows. She knows. She doesn't even know anything about this country. She knows we were free. We were founded on freedom. What the fuck is that? She hates freedom. In the Republican view, freedom is the freedom to to be a bigot, to hate. You're free to hate. You you know, it doesn't matter. You don't need a law. You can hate. But we are free to have a reaction to it. But Republicans are trying to limit everybody's freedom, freedom, what we can read, what we can do, how we can express ourselves, who you can form a legal marriage contract with. Who you can, you know, if you go, you want to be a drag performer, you want to go to a drag show? You want to teach your child not to be a, a hateful Republican? You want to teach them about the diversity and the, the beauty of life? Creativity, you, uh, be yourself, whatever that is. That's all threatening to Republicans. Republicans, excuse me. They want you, they don't want you to be able to take your child to a drag show. They want you to show that, first of all, they want you to raise your child with a bunch of AR-15s, right? Like Perjury Trader Green and, and Lauren Band from the Bowling Alley, Bober. They, the, posing, sitting around posing with a bunch of assault weapons, that's somehow, that's okay, right? That's not grooming, in their view but if you're sitting around with a bunch of drag queens <laughs> well that's uh that's terrible to republic i mean this is their twisted world view could you imagine i i mean i don't even know where i live sometimes with these idiots tweeting out or you know whatever sending out their christmas cards of them standing around with assault weapons. When did this become a thing for Republicans that you sent that every Christmas card has to show what a stupid gun suckling moron you are? 
while kids, the number one cause of death in the country for young people are guns, gun death. And these monsters say nothing about that. They pose with guns. They shove guns up their ass. They love guns. They, everybody's a, I mean, this is how much they hate this country because they need guns. They think they're living in the walking dead if, everyone, if people just live and let live and read the books they want to read, go to a drag show. Shut your mouth. You don't like it? Go home. You don't like it? Go pray in your closet like Jesus told you to. That's too much, right? Everybody's uh, freedom is just too free. It's too free. I remind, it reminds me of when I was younger. My friend had, you know, has a child who's now grown up. And I took this child to the Museum of Natural History and because they love dinosaurs. They love dinosaurs. And they were having a dinosaur experience. And this included a, a 3D IMAX film of dinosaurs that were in your face. And one of the dinosaurs, and she was very upset by it. Because one of the dinosaurs came out and came right to her, right in front of your face, you know, and she, she was, uh, she took off her glasses and said, this is just too 3D. You know, that's Republicans, you know, too free. It's too free here. It's too much freedom. You, you can read the classics. You can read 1984, The Bluest Eye. You can read books that they will never understand they, they uh, hold on a second so let's see getting back to the article being convicted of treason or oh yes that's what we said at the age of 75 could end trump's political aspirations until and unless that happens trump seems on a path to reclaim the presidency Junior, go lay down. Unlike Hitler, all right, where am I? I? I read this already. Trump also appears to have maintained a sizable political following. In the first major election since the coup attempt, the Trump-endorsed candidate for governor of Virginia handily beat the candidate endorsed by President Biden. And that's all, all I have to say to the people of Virginia is shame on you. Shame on you, traitors. Okay, back to the show. Uh, this is the only year, this is only a year after Biden beat Trump in Virginia by 10 percentage points. And like I said, shame on you. I'm doing the Biden whisper thing. Finally, Trump and the Republicans appear to be ahead of Hitler and the Nazis on intimidating opponents and sabotaging democratic institution. While the Nazis mostly focus on breaking up meetings of communists and la launching youth radicalization programs like the Hitler Youth, Trump and Republicans have taken intimidation to a new level. One tactic has been for sympathizers to harass local election officials. 
to force independent members to resign and to replace them with loyalists as part of a larger effort to undermine election results. Another has been for far-right and Trump-affiliated groups to disrupt local school board meetings. And this is what Republicans do. They've been disrupting our civic life and our, our lives in general for forever. For as long as I can remember, they never bring anything to the table. They are not mature enough to function in a democracy. That's what it's about. They hate democracy, so they're going to they're gonna do whatever they can to disrupt it. So you don't want to go to your local meetings. You, you, you'd rather sit home because you don't want to deal with these overgrown man-children with their assault weapons screaming and, and throwing tantrums. You know, this is what happens. This is what they wanted to... So anyone who has... Uh, who is an actual patriot participating in the government to keep the government functioning as a democratic republic, constitutionally limited democratic republic, doing the work of democracy, the basic day-to-day work. Republicans hate that. They want to drive good people out so they could put their Nazis in there, just like the Nazis did. So at some point, Republican events. The pressure for violence is palpable. In Idaho, a Trump supporter asked uh, Turning Point USA's Charlie Kirk, when do we get to use the guns? That's not a joke. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people, they said. When we know, and Charlie Kirk knows, and every single piece of dirt waste of human DNA Republican knows that the election wasn't stolen. And the, the problem is Republicans, like the idiot who asked when do we get to use the guns, are um, they, they hate America. They can't function in a democracy. So they want to use guns. You know, who needs an election? Who wants to knock on doors and present your ideas to people? Because your ideas, they know that their ideas suck, that nobody wants what they're buying. That's why they have to sell people all kinds of divisive minority group, uh, you know, red meat du jour, all kinds of lies, telling people, oh, they're under attack, they're under attack robbing this country, robbing their fellow Americans of serenity, of peace. That's how much they hate this country. You understand? They want the freaking thing to be burning down so they could rebuild in the, in the likes of Putin, Erdogan, Kim Jong-un. This is, this is who they admire. They love it. It's so much easier... To just have a big daddy, even though he's a dirtbag, you know, that's what they are. They're dirtbags. They got to be. You you look at Trump and you say, yeah, that's for me? What's wrong with you? You're a dirtbag. I don't care who you are, you know? Oh, I just vote for him because I think you, he, you, we need to shake things up. 
We do? Why don't you get involved in an election then? You want to shake things up? No, uh, the you know the founders who they all they they deify these people. They know nothing about them. They don't know about their that they were you know intellectuals who were inspired by the liberal age of enlightenment. They know nothing about you know they think oh uh, Jesus gave um some tablets and then the founders were inspired by god i mean they had they rewrite history oh god because they hate the history they hate this country you know you only hate so if you if you have to rewrite history well everything is for them is full they're just full of shit like from head to toe they're, they tell themselves that they're patriots. You know, that's a lie that they need to constantly perpetuate. Otherwise, you know, they might have to stop being a bunch of assholes. I don't know. How do you think you're a patriot when you hate everything that this country stands for? When you hate your fellow Americans? You hate the system. You hate the democracy. You hate the nation of laws so much that you got to shove a bunch of unqualified flunkies on the court lest democracy break out. So you can go running to your favorite fascist on the court to say, wah, 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 um, somebody tried to be, you know, uh, tried to hold me accountable in this nation of laws. What about, yeah, I, this is exactly, that's exactly what the Nazis did. That's the other thing I can't take. I mean, we talk about it on the show, but how corporate media never, never connects the dots there either with, with what the Republicans did to the courts. It's not just, I mean, they should even... Every single one of them, all of these illegitimate Supreme Court justices, that's uh, how they say how Mitch, Moscow Mitch McConnell violated norms by shoving these dishonorable lickspittles onto the court before Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body was even in the ground in one case within two weeks. Of of uh, an an election when people were already casting their votes, despite your constant fixing the facts around the policy that you couldn't even have a hearing or meet with Merrick Garland because it was a year before the presidential election. Do you see how much these people are the enemies the founders warned us about? They are. And it's, it's enough. I, I have to, every day. That's why I need to do the show every day. Only I'm just thinking to myself now. Because it's, it doesn't, when I'm not doing the show, I, it gets me very upset. Because we got to, I mean, there's so much work to do. Getting the word out. As Republicans, this is the article, as Republicans undermine America's election system, it's not difficult 
absent a successful well it well let me read that properly it's not difficult absent a successful legal prosecution to imagine reflecting in a few years about just how easy his takeover of the united states turned out to be exactly yeah because there's no accountability and if michael cohen can go to jail for the crime why not trump the the instigator the 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 boss the crime boss i don't yeah right only uh, the low-hanging fruit right the politically unconnected go to jail oh he's a president he's a former president uh, we couldn't indict him when he was the president so now he is the president or not i mean the former president so he's untouchable he could just continue his crime spree i guess so somebody better lock his ass up so let's see we're back tara devlin unapologetic liberal talk thanks for hanging out please become a patron patreon.com slash tara devlin how's that for all right uh well anyway now we know well we know we always know well perjury trade agree let's i'm trying to think which where should we go where shall we go Perjury Trader Green is a traitor. We call her Perjury Trader Green because she committed perjury. Um, she's a liar. You know, she under oath, she committed perjury. She thinks we're all a bunch of dumbasses, like the people who vote for her. Uh, but we're not. We see right through her. She's an embarrassment. But she is determined like the rest of the traitors and this is why we will we should never ever give them an inch or they'll take the whole damn thing um but they are determined to rewrite the history of january 6th even though we saw with our own lion eyes that a bunch of traitors stormed the capitol like because they lost the election because their con man lost the election and he's not man enough to admit it because it's a grift you know he, it's embarrassing that's what it was when he lost first of all he didn't want to be the president to begin with we know that he just wanted to parlay it into a business opportunity one because everything he's ever done he's he's destroyed every business he's ever started has failed he he destroys everything he touches and he um he didn't think he was going to win but when he he lost the election well when he wasn't he he, he lost the first time too he received fewer votes but this that's why he, i guess some of them are confused that even w republicans who receive fewer votes get to serve that seems to be the the law of the land here in the united states of serfs and lords and uh, we're under the tyranny of the minority, and that's really part of our problem. Um, but when he lost the election the second time, and he did, you know, he won, few, he received fewer votes and lost uh, the electoral college as well. 
um, the reason he can't concede, like, well, like Michael Cohen warned us in his under oath testimony that if Trump does, if Trump loses, there will not be a peaceful transfer of power, but mostly because he can't, he doesn't want to embarrass himself in front of Putin. That's the only thing. He wants to impress the world's dictators like him. The world's, well, he's got dictator envy, but he, he's embarrassed. He wants, um, what's, you know, he wants Putin as a friend. He, he's tweeted this. Can Putin be my best friend? That's how pathetic he is. He's a needy, little, pathetic, little, needy bitch. Basic bitch. Excuse me. What's going on? Is the chat room okay? Something's going on in here. Are we getting a chat problem? Everything's going still? Okay. The I have like no cameras. I have one camera. Very weird. Everything sucks. That's why I say become a patron at patreon.com. some juice anyway all right perjury trader green went to to the to the prison where they're keeping the bunch of uh, traders in jail they they're in jail they're not out on bail because they are they have been deemed dangers to the community and perjury trader green for her the first time in her life she thinks that i don't know uh something's wrong with the prison system she has no problem with that that we are the most incarcerated nation on earth she has no issue when those with darker pigment like uh sandra bland for example get pulled over for a traffic violation and then end up dead that's not a problem or uh, George Floyd she she loves when when cops knee put their knees on the necks of uh, people with darker pigment or or the uh, inhumane conditions all over the country remember that guy who's that guy the asshole uh, sheriff who made everybody wear pink and they all had to stay outside and he's you know big republican uh, you know, toughen them up. Or especially when Republicans, well, I hope that Republicans, when they arrest Trump, they take his advice and don't be too nice, right? I hope the cops take Trump's advice. When you're putting them in the car, as Trump said, don't, you know, bang their head a little. I hope, eh, that's what Trump said. Bang their head. Oh, but when... That happens to white people. It is the, an outrage. And perjury trader Green is, for the first time in her life, in her waste of human DNA life, she's wondering, you know, who, who, uh, what, the conditions of our jails are so inhumane. Like, for example, the the traitors who stormed the Capitol and beat police with flagpoles and 
z and had zip ties and built a noose and and gallows and also uh, tased cops, sprayed them with bear spray, crushed them and beat them with their uh, own batons, shields, stole their shields, beat the shit out of them, broke glass to get in there, took uh, took dumps in the halls, peed urinated, defecated in the halls of the Capitol. These poor, poor, put-upon freaks, the ones who were stashing weapons in the, uh, yeah, uh, nearby. Well, I guess um, somebody like Perjury Trader Green, who suspiciously looks like the pipe bomber. I don't know if you've probably seen the videos of her or whoever the pipe bomber is, they mysteriously, they seem to have the same gait as far as walking. They have the same, they, they look the same. They have the same height. They, they're the same build, the same mannerisms. But okay, we can't find that person, I guess. Here's, uh, where is it? Perjury Trader Green saying that the January 6th are being abused. There were many, many reports of, of how they're being abused um, and how their rights are being abused. And yeah. remember, these are pre-trial uh, January 6th defendants. The reason why we're here is because the two-tier justice system has to end. <laughs> but she's not talking about the real two-tier justice system. The, the only thing that, you know, they're complaining about is that they have to wait two hours for their iPod. I mean, for their iPads to charge. That's the humanitarian crisis. Let me see. Because, thankfully, there is a... a um, uh, there was a Democratic representative that w went along with them, and I'm glad that she did. Because, you know, you, can't, you cannot believe a word that comes out of perjury trader Green's mouth or a word that comes out of the trader's mouth because they're operating under a different set of morality laws or rules. You know, we all have a sense of morality. Most normal people do, except Trump and, the, and his sycophants. But we, uh, their morality is the ends justify the means. That's why they're a bunch of um, filthy liars. They, can, they lie with impunity. They hate this country. You know, my, when perjury trader Green sat in court under oath lying, she knew she was lying, but it was, it was indicative of her absolute disdain for this country. She hates our nation of laws. And uh, I have to say, that guy, the person who was whistling, the whistle, he should get, receive the Medal of Freedom. Because it really triggered her. We'll talk about that in a minute. Because this is the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Come on over to youtube.com slash slash Tarabuster to hear the rest of the show or patreon.com slash Devlin. And we will win. We're on the right side of history. 
We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. All right. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, <laughs> I was such an ass. She, you know, she said, you, you heard that whistleblower guy? She was very triggered by the whistleblower. Let's see, where is it? Which makes me laugh. Because she's, you know, everybody, um, she, she could do whatever she wants, but everybody else, you know, she could stand up at the State of the Union and, and uh, act like a baboon and scream and heckle the President of the United States and embarrass herself and this country in front of the world. That's fine. But um, some, a protester who is blowing a whistle. That is just too much. Do I have this fucking video? Son of a bitch. Because perjury, let me see, let me get it off her uh, Twitter page. I thought I grabbed the video. I probably did, and I forgot to export it. Let's see. Uh, Marjorie. See, I have to remember to write Marjorie. Because <laughs> I always type, I think of her as perjury. Perjury Trader Green. That's her name. Don't wear it out. She wants it the same. Perjury Trader Green. All right. I hope I can play this off the screen. I hope it works. Let me see. Let's hope. It depends if you can. I don't know. Let's see. Here she is. Now, for two years, we've heard the story from the, the people on the January 6th committee. We've heard the story about how it was an insurrection. And I'm going to tell you something right now. It was not an insurrection. And President Trump did not tell anyone to go into the Capitol that day. And as a member of Congress who lawfully objected against Joe Biden's Electoral College votes, I was following my duty and so were my colleagues that also did the same thing. What we have to do is we have to work as hard as possible to defund the two-tiered injustice system. Yeah. And we have to return oh, the and do, due process rights to these pre-trial January 6th defendants. And as you can see, there's paid protesters here yes, today. Paid. And they the paid protesters. They can whistle and say everything they want, but we yeah, will right. not be deterred. Paid. We do not care about them because they work for evil. Now they for work for evil. Years, evil. We've heard you see, every day is opposite day in the Republican bizarro world. So Marjorie, here, where the hell is it? She, she tweeted, she was very upset by the whistle guy, and I love him. He's he's up there in my in my uh, heart. She's he's up there with pickaxe guy. You know who pickaxe guy is? The guy who whoever he is, he or she is, who um, continuously put a pickaxe to Trump's 
star on the Hollywood Hollywood Walk of Fame. And anytime they, and then they would replace it. I think they took it away permanently because it was just not worth constantly having to redo. And it, he's a he's a scumbag. So why do you put a little petty's dick, petty little dictator's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Where is this? So I'm looking. Let me see. I'll show you. I'm I'm uh, I'm on Perjury Trader Green's page. Let me see. What is this? Some bullshit. Being treated like do that. So we're here uh, checking on due process, yeah, uh, right, asking bitch. questions to make sure that that folks asking here aren't questions. being treated like political prisoners. You bitch. Um, they, they and we'll play the Democratic reps take on the visit because she's she's a the democratic rep is a prosecutor she works in the court or used to for 20 years work for the in the justice system and um i'm not sure she was a prosecutor or defense attorney now that i say that but anyway it doesn't matter she has more experience dealing with people uh, uh prisoners actually being um treated inhumanely in our prison system what the hell why can't i find this because perjury trader green look at this oh here it is what a son of a bitch oh i, I muted her <laughs> that's why i couldn't find it I didn't see any Antifa members inside the jail. But I did see them outside. Yeah, Antifa. Anybody is... That's that's uh, the eternal Jew to the Republicans. Because if you're, um, you know, Antifa... I, I keep asking them, where is Antifa? Where's the headquarters? Where's the organization? I don't know where to send my dues. Everyone who is a patriot should be anti-fascist, so all Americans should support Antifa. I don't know where this Antifa is, though, but it's uh, everything that they don't like. It's like woke. Any, anybody blowing a whistle, that's Antifa. Anybody char uh, you know, standing up to their fascism, that's Antifa. Even though... You know, they're just Americans. They're not in any organization. No one's paying them, and I wish they were. Because I would... Where's my check? So, anyway, look at this. Here's our hero whistle guy. And these two lone, I guess, crotchety old bastards, Trump and Z's, are very upset. She's holding our ears. Because she wants to hear perjury trader green. And she, she, she was so upset that she, this is what she tweeted. We toured the D.C. jail today and held a press conference outside the jail after the tour. This man assaulted everyone. He's assaulting them, you see. Don't touch! Don't touch your gosh! <laughs> there's, two, there's two douchebags there, probably. You know, they want to hear what, they are, what perjury has to say. The rest of them are 
reporters or who knows whistle guy my staff so this is being assaulted in their eyes the man assaulted everyone by blowing a whistle as loud as he could in other each other's in others ears in others ears others ears is that a is that a sentence this man assaulted everyone there by blowing a whistle as loud as he could in others others possessive others ears okay whatever they they suck at everything including grammar spelling doesn't matter we know that that's the bottom line it's 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 a reflection of their intellectual incuriosity that's why it matters how stupid they are they they know you know they want to ban books but they don't read books so that's why they want to ban them because they're very confused and they want everyone to be pulled down to their level as uh, ignorant and as stupid as they are so they will continue to give people like perjury trade a green power and then they will everything will be u- utopia because everyone will know their place and no one will ever challenge them to be b- decent people you know they won't be woke they won't be pc they'll be able to say the n-word like they used to and uh, no one no uh, liberal will get all upset they won't be canceled by saying the N-word in public. It'll just be hardy, hardy, hard. They're telling a joke or something, right? Yeah. An N-word uh, walked into an office uh, with uh, some trans groomer, that, and everyone had a big laugh. Hardy, hardy, hard. That's how, you know, I mean, they, they really are infants that never matured. Um, but anyway... So, in each other's ear, others, with an apostrophe S, ears, and tried multiple times to assault me and other members. Now, assault you with what? Assault? So, some guy with all the press there and all the, the police protecting your unworthy ass, your unworthy carcass, your waste of human DNA carcass that some guy just like came out of nowhere blowing a whistle and uh throwing haymakers throwing roundhouse kicks and punching you trying to assault you and there was no no one got it on video no one's i mean that would that would be something that would go viral man with whistle gives perjury trader green a roundhouse kick legally and peacefully to the head so wouldn't that be something that would make it onto, I don't know, at least Twitter, if not the five o'clock news? He tried multiple times to assault me and other men. What did he do? Did he swing in on some kind of r- repelling line like out of Mission Impossible? He sw- come down and whew, whew, flails, arms akimbo, flailing trying to get you but you were too you were like so crossfit that you you swung your head out of the way i mean give me a break assaulted did did he try to zap you with a cattle prod did he beat you with a flagpole did he stab you with a flagpole that he had sharpened into a spear i wonder 
Did he try to put a zip tie on you? Did he taser you? Right? No? No? Did he beat you with a shield that he ripped off of a Capitol Police officer? I don't know. What does she mean? There's no specifics. What did she mean about assault? See, they're fucking snowflakes. They are tedious little professional victims. My staff and others, like this very nice lady, she's nice because she is a dumbass like you. She's like, I love you. That's what makes her nice. You're some, you're a hero. Even though you're an embarrassment to anybody who has a clue. My staffer, let me see, he needs to be arrested. This is just like how Republicans, well, perjury trade agree. And we know that she tried to, what did she do? She tried to uh, get uh, uh, Jimmy, not Jimmy Fallon, who's the other one? Jimmy Kimmel arrested for telling a joke against her, about her. I mean, she is a joke, but she, uh, they're so fragile. The same people that are like, Fuck your feelings, right? The same people that stormed the Capitol, beat police officers, tried to overthrow a legally elected government, disgraced their nation in an attempted coup. These people, they're such little, fragile, little bitches. Fragile victims. My staffer called 911 and reached an automated recording for several minutes before reaching a human, reported the guy. She then asked the guy, I mean, she, de- she then asked the jail to send out an officer and they refused because you're a fucking joke. Arrest that whistleblower? Yes, we know Republicans hate whistleblowers, especially when they're telling on their crimes. The crimes of the right-wingers, which are legion, and, and uh, they are incalculable. Inca- Ugh. So, of course, they, they were like, lady, we got work to do, bitch. You came in here with your stupid political stunt. You wanted to hold another press conference. That's all it's about. And we gave you the courtesy because despite... The fact that you are a Q-suckling disgrace to humanity, you are also an elected representative. Shame on the people who voted for you. But so we had to open our doors to you to show you that if these morons and slash traitors in our care because they're unfit to be in decent society... Um, are, are, are saying that they're abused, then they don't know what abuse is. Because not having an iPad for two hours while it charges is not abuse. These scumbags are in single cells. They get to walk around. They get to collude together. They get to go on the internets. They get to make stupid recordings of their bad singing and fake patriotic 
faux patriot songs that well they sing america the beautiful badly and butcher it they should that should be a crime in itself with the con man who received fewer votes who hates america and wants to overthrow the government this is just another example perjury trader green says of a million uh wait wait uh wait out of a million another example out of a million others that the left does repeatedly without accountability yes they blow whistles it's called protesting when you're speaking because your voice is like a rake on a chalkboard and we would all rather hear a whistle than your lies you're stenching up the air with your filth so the patriot known as whistle guy did his patriotic duty funny thing is the same guy was outside our press conference at the doj in 2021 sounds like a direct threat don't touch touch you die is that what i I mean i don't know what he's saying Oh, my God. Oh, is this what she's trying to say? That he's blowing the whistle. Yes. Touch you, die. Hey, don't do that. (laughs) This nice lady. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible that somebody blew a whistle in your ear. So she should have moved. She don't like it. Let her move. Oh, and I think that's actually, if I'm gathering what Perjury Trader Green's train of thought, and I know that's a, that's a stretch. This is a video from another time? I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to keep up with her mor- moronity. My, I don't think like a moron, so it's, it's difficult. Anyway, um, so here's... Democratic Representative Crockett. Members that only really wanted to get to the January Sixers. That's all they really cared about. They didn't care about the people that are consistently being incarcerated here and the treatment that they get. These people are in single cells. Have y'all ever watched any movie, right? When people go to jail, what happens? They're in what we call general population, right? Like there's a group of people. They have their own cells. They have access to laptops and tablets. I mean, it's it's unlike anything that I've ever seen. And like I said, coming out of Texas, I have seen so much worse. They even have, you know, it's two kind of separate facilities. The facility the January 6ers are in, that is the newest facility that they have. That facility was built in the 90s. Oh, it sounds like a hell. Hell on earth. They're going to be on America's toughest prisons, I'm sure. When they, they, they only had their laptop to, I mean, their iPad for 22 hours a day. Here's, where is it? I have her, she was being interviewed. I have her in another clip. Let's see. From MSNBC. Their actions may have been motivated by their politics, but none of the prosecutions are political. Joining me now is the Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett of Texas. She was one of two Democrats to join that trip to the D.C. jail today. Representative Crockett, good to see you tonight. Thank you for being with us. Great to see you as well. Let's talk about this trip. Why were you on it? You were one of two Democrats on it. What was your purpose in being there? 
Yeah, there had to be someone that was going to keep them honest. I mean, we know that the people that were going on this trip, especially the one that led this trip, um, they have a little bit of an issue with the truth. Um, so there needed to be someone because you couldn't walk in and film exactly what was going on. And, you know, it's interesting. It's kind of like there's seemingly two versions of what happened on January 6th. I had a completely different experience walking into this jail. And also my chairman wanted to make sure I call him my chairman. Sorry, my ranking member wanted to make sure that there was someone who actually had a frame of reference for what prisons and jails look like and what those conditions can look like. And that would be someone like me, considering the fact that I've done criminal defense for almost two decades. And also I've been a civil rights lawyer. Let's talk about what you saw while you were there. We heard a little bit of what Marjorie Taylor Greene suggests that she saw. What did you see? I saw um, a delegation of elected congressional members that were starstruck when they got an opportunity to finally see the January 6th inmates. I saw privileged people is what I saw. Um, the criminal justice system that I'm used to seeing does not afford them tablets, tablets that allow them to end up with a number one song on iTunes because they're able to record or they're able to text their family members whenever they want to. Um, I've never had a client that had the ability to access a laptop for weeks um, so that they could review in the privacy of their single cell jail um, their discovery. Uh, the 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 privilege that I saw was actually quite astounding, even though we were supposed to talk about or review how bad the conditions were. If anything, I have never seen a jail that afforded so many privileges to anyone. And as I said, I've been licensed in Texas, Arkansas, and in federal courts for almost two decades. So this is important because you are, I have been a criminal defense attorney. You have seen inhumane conditions, and that's a real thing, right? Bad conditions in prison in America is a real thing. And to the extent that there are members of Congress from both parties who'd like to tackle that, it's a separate issue than treating uh, January 6th rioters as political prisoners. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, we know what this was. This was nothing more than a political stunt. And while you're covering this, that is part of the problem. The media continually gives Marjorie Taylor Greene this microphone to spew nonsense and lies. Essentially, what happened today was a field trip. Um, the, the Republicans got to see their heroes. The January Sixers got to see their heroes. Everybody was kumbayaing. I was the one that looked a little out of place, for sure. Um, definitely no one was coming up to to me so excited to talk to me there was one gentleman that wanted to talk to me um, but you know what, what's frustrating is the idea that I think back to Nelson Mandela and what he went through and I've actually walked that prison cell that he was in he was not afforded these opportunities so these false um, the, these false comparisons that they are drawing, it's really offensive because we have real issues in this country. We have real political prisoners. We we saw what happened with Brittany Griner and we saw where yeah. the Republican Party was on her actually being released. They were exactly. against that. They felt like that was problematic. Um, yet under these circumstances, for whatever reason, they felt like it made sense to have senior colleagues, senior Democrats go in and sit down and talk to and coddle people that tried to kill them. It did not make sense. Um, and so having somebody like myself and Robert Garcia, who are both freshmen, who were not victims on that day of their heinous crimes, uh, we were the only ones, in my opinion, that were really best suited to actually go in because it did not make sense to try to put um, my, my members, my colleagues, at risk of something uh, even more tragic happening in this jail.
I am, just for the record, I've been excited to talk to you uh, all day, and you and I have always enjoyed our conversations. Uh, Congressman Garcia did make the point that he said um, these prisoners are being held in much better conditions than mo most black and brown inmates in prisons across the country. This is a point that you make a lot, that, that black and brown people have been in uh, lousy prison conditions, uh, incarcerated in per capita percentages much higher than pretty much anywhere else in, in the free world for a very long time. If if that were really the topic we were discussing tonight, that would be a good thing. If, if a bipartisan group of, of members of Congress were touring prisons around the country to say, how do we make this better, that would be a good thing. That would be a fantastic thing. That would actually be doing what we were elected to do, which is to solve problems, to make life better. You know, listen, it's still prison. So prison is never going to be the Ritz-Carlton, right? But at the same time, we're talking about is, is are they living in inhumane situations or not? And I can tell you there is nothing inhumane about this. They were able to freely move about. They were able to uh, communicate without having to worry about a recorded phone call. They had air conditioning, which is something we don't have in Texas. They also, I asked about the, the women in the facility and I asked them about their access to sanitary napkins. They've got that, that's free. Their medical care is free. A lot of places, they charge you for that kind of stuff. and so. So, you know, it's still jail. It, it, I get it. It's never going to be nice, right? But in in the grand scheme of jails, let me tell you something. Um, I've had a client that died. I don't see someone sitting there and being neglected because they're not uh, they're not hurt. They've got literally iPads or whatever they call them, tablets, where they can make a sick call electronically. Um, and they have access to these tablets for 22 out of 24 hours, the only two hours they don't have access to them is when they're charging them. I mean, it's absolutely insane. This was an excuse for Marjorie Taylor Greene to have another press conference. This was another excuse for them to be able to speak to these January 6th defendants and put their stories together without having to worry about them being recorded, which is normally what uh, everyday individuals have to go through when they're going to see their loved ones and their friends. Congressman Jasmine Crockett, always good to see you. Thank you for joining us this Great evening. Great to see you, too. Well, as we knew, everything, they're just bullshit artists. And it's all a grift where they're the victims. And anyone who is uh, an actual patriot is something that they need to suppress and fight, like getting this um, protester... Uh-oh, Tara Jr. is coughing. He's got hairballs. Honey. Okay? Let it out, honey. Let it out. Let it out. Aw. That's my baby. You need the Heimlich? All right, he's back. He's better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, anybody who's an actual patriot is um, needs to be arrested. All right. Well, let me look at the time here. We don't have a lot more time. We only have nine minutes. But I, I do want to remind everyone. So we're, uh, we're not, um, what am I saying? We're not alone saying and noticing the, the fascism. Another article today by Rich, uh, Robert Reich. He writes, behind Trump's possible arrest in the latest banking crisis lurks the billionaire oligarchy and ultra-rich individuals like Peter Thiel are a key part of the anti-democracy movement. 
of which Trump is the informal leader. So he writes, I'll just peruse some of it. What connects the two biggest stories now dominating the news, Donald Trump's likely arrest and the Fed's bailout of shanky, shanky, shaky banks. Start with multi-millionaire, excuse me, billionaire Peter Thiel and follow the money. You may recall that in 2016, Thiel spoke at the Republican National Convention to make the case for why Trump should be the next president. In the midterm elections, Thiel donated $15 million to Republican Ohio senatorial primary campaign of J.D. Vance, who allegedly who alleged that the 2020 election was stolen and that Biden's immigration policy meant more Democrat voters pouring into the country. Democrat. Thiel also donated at least $10 million to Arizona Republican Senate primary race of Blake Masters, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Thiel and other wealthy self-described libertarians want Trump to be reelected in 2024. Why? Well, days before Silicon Bank Valley failed, uh, yeah, Silicon Valley Bank failed, Thiel's venture firm Founders Fund advised clients to pull their deposits out. This contributed to a run on the bank. Some 50 million of Thiel's own money was still stuck in the bank. And then guess what? Thiel and other rich depositors bailed out, were bailed out by the Fed. Charges of hypocrisy have been leveled at Thiel and other wealthy depositors who claim to be libertarians, but were also rescued by the government. Of course, we know libertarianism is just another search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. Republicans love socialism. They are socialists. It's socialism for themselves, and everybody else gets bootstraps. So... Thiel and others like him aren't really opposed to the government, as Robert Reich says, per se. They are opposed to democracy. And that's what I have been saying for years. And I'm glad to hear someone like Robert Reich pointing it out. Because I have said this for years. And I've done, I did a whole tirade on it on Progressive Voices back in the day. I should probably revitalize it. Because when Republicans say they hate government or they want to kill government or drown government. What they are saying is that they hate democracy. That's what they want to gov- they, they that's what they want to drown, shrink to the size and drown in a bathtub. That's why they they're all small government, small government. They want s- small democracy. Meaning that the rich run and own everything and everybody else knows their place. That's what, that, that's the dog whistle. And when corporate media enables it, they go along with this small government. What does small government mean? When you get government, the government of, by, and for the people out of the way, so to speak, what are they asking for? You know, nobody wants... What uh, the the consequences of a deregulated government when it's when they're pouring their poison into your wells or or building your buildings with subpar um, you know ingredients or subpar building um, what do you call that you know sub two subpar par standards 
so your building falls down around you or whatever it might be nobody but they all it's like the ohio train derailment they want government you know get government out of the way well they did and well now we have the consequences of that in the derailment now i'm from the government okay i'm here to help but they the the republicans they want to they want to destroy the government you know it's like the goldilocks government it's just right in the ways that it serves them but what they're but really what we should all understand when republicans say they're a small government party it's what they're really saying is that they are opposed to democracy does that make sense yes I'm answering my own question. It's the truth, though. It is. Thiel is part of the anti-democracy movement. You know, they want to drown democracy in a bathtub. They want to rig democracy so they never lose. They want to use democracy to shore up their power. That's it. And if democracy no longer serves in shoring up their power, they want to overthrow democracy. They like government just fine. Government that makes them richer. Government that rigs the game in their favor. A government that makes the rich richer and the working class the more malleable working poor. They love government. They just don't like democracy. They don't like people getting in the way, people voting. People saying, no, we want regulations. And what are regulations? Regulations are standards. You have to build something to a standard. You know, you can't, you can't just build some contraption and call it a car. It has to have certain standards. You can't build something that's going to fall down upon people's heads. You have to have standards. There are standards of materials, standards of the way things have to be built to accommodate people. The same thing with our infrastructure, you know, the water, the pipes that, that uh, hopefully, you know, uh, one of the things that Joe Biden's infrastructure bill is doing is replacing all the lead pipes in the country. You know, standards. But... Republicans hate that because the consequences of their lack of standards always comes home to roost. But they're hoping that by that time they have skipped town with the, their money bags and you can't catch them. That's it. They, they will put poison pills in things and hope that everything falls down when they're gone. Just like Trump said when he was in office, what do we care? We'll be gone. You know, he, whatever, he did something that, uh, that people were saying, well, this is going to be bad. And they're like, well, who cares? Because it won't happen when we're in office. It'll happen down the road. It might as well, might as well deregulate. Might as well. Let them, let somebody else deal with the consequences. And then they can all point fingers and say, you see, I told you. I told you, you know, Joe Biden wasn't doing it correctly. Any excuse? All right. 
that's the end of the not just the progressive voices part of the show but the whole show but we got more stuff to do it never ends we're never at a loss guys 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 if you can become a patron at patreon.com slash tara devlin thank you for your super chats thank you for your patronage thank you for keeping the show going and growing my name is tara devlin we stick together we win we're on the right side of history decency dignity democracy humanity my name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. All right. I fixed that, you notice? Thank you guys for hanging out. I rarely, I rarely apologize for not being able to do a show last week. It was scheduling, and I had an thing to do on Wednesday so hopefully we'll do a show this week I want to as you see we need to we need to get more patrons and more viewers the more consistent you are the better it is of course but I doesn't mean I don't appreciate everyone I love you all I thank you all for being here in this community I don't know what I do without you honestly thank you so i want to th i really do thank you winston and jim and haiku thank you so much thank you guys for being moderators and thank you kathy and terry for being here and everyone else who who's here did i miss ed ed the second nice to see you nice to see you ed and terry and play Dave. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Lavender. Nice to see you all. My friends. All right. All right. We'll have a show this week. Jim and JD. Nice to see you, JD, from the, from the old country. Damn it. And Winston. Nice to see you. Thank you guys for hanging out remember all right tell your friends about the show give if you haven't yet give the show a good review on itunes remember to like and subscribe share the show with your friends we do get together every friday evening at 8 30 p.m eastern standard time and during the week so hit the notification bell so you will know when we go live and you can join us in the chat room and meet the greatest patriots in american history Thank you, guys. All right. I'm going to go. Kathy, nice to see you. Love you, too. Love you, too. And thank you, Terry, for your kind words. I, yeah. Much love to you, Tara, and everyone. Thank you for a fabulous show. Thank you, Terry. For, for Fuck this. The show just crashed. You know what just happened? Something's been going on all day. Like that. Stupid thing. I better go. The show just crashed. <laughs> well, it was perfect. At least the show is over. The camera. I don't know if you're still here, so. All right, I'm going to go.
and I will see you. We're gonna we're gonna have Poppy on the show soon. I know I keep saying it, but maybe we'll get her this week. I hope. All right, my friends. Yeah, the camera, the camera. I will see you very soon. I don't even know if you're still there, but I'll see you soon. <laughs>